The Inquisitive Mamba, episode 50. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I got my guests alongside me, my co-host Max Adams. It's good to see you as well. It's Thursday, good as, to see you as too, we Joe. all know. How do you how do I look? Fantastic as always, Joe. Do you like the outfit? I actually gotta put the pants in there actually as well. I don't know if, if you, you want to show the those. shoes. Yeah, I do. I want to show the shoes. The yeah, gator yeah, shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. right, so as you guys all know, this weekend is a very special weekend for the NFL. It's officially playoff season. Officially playoff season. How, how excited are you? I, I couldn't be more amped. I know uh, this is a very popular take of mine, but I believe the Bengals should have won the Bills game. And we would be in a very different playoff situation had we been given that game. Uh, we, we were not given that game, so we have to play the Ravens. When um, it's looking like Lamar Jackson is going to be out, Lamar Jackson will not be playing. Be so Lamar Jackson will not be playing Sunday. I think we have a pretty hefty chance of uh, winning the Ravens game. Although I think you do I too. wish we were uh, we were elsewhere. I think you do too. But we're going to get into the Bengals here in a little bit. We got to talk about the Niners and the Seahawks coming up here. Uh, two division rivals. They know each other very well. The Niners are uh, favored by 10 points. I personally think the uh, Seahawks will cover their half of the spread. I know that may be bold, but I do think they'll cover. Now, I know the Niners will win this game. So, and did you see what Pete Carroll actually said about the Seahawks and the Niners game? He said, unfortunately, we have to play the Niners. He's been getting ripped the past few days because he said that. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I, I, it's something rare to see when a coach is honest. I hate when a coach is like, Oh, this team is so beatable. They're they're just it's just, they're Niners. They they've got weak points. They really don't. They're they're one of the, they're arguably one of the best teams in the. They could be the best team in the league, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, um, roster wise, so, I would agree with that. Uh, when when Pete Carroll says, "Unfortunately, we have to play the Niners," that's right. Like they are a tough team, and to have him ripped for that, I think that's some soft ass shit. Uh, it is. It's based in reality. They are a really tough team, and he was he's uh, aware of that. Uh, and you would, I would rather see my coach aware of the challenges than mm. try to ignore them and just hope that you can beat them. Now, I agree with that as well. But for me, I just think the main thing is, is it just, it's kind of a bad look going into a division, you know, rival opponent. Obviously, it's the wild card game, but it's just not the, the best thing you want to say to get your players ready. Pete Carroll's a proven winner in this league. He's, you know, he's coached, you know, many, uh, you know, a lot of years. The pa- he started with the Patriots. And then he went to the Seahawks, and he's been to two Super Bowls. So, I mean, I just don't think it's the best way to go about it, but that's just how I feel about it, especially with, you know, the team you have. Obviously, it's nowhere near as good as the Niners roster, you know, you know, matchup for matchup, but it just doesn't seem like you're energizing your players to get them ready for Sunday. I, you know, I don't know. When I was playing lacrosse at FSU, we had a coach that would, when we had our toughest games, mm-hmm. his best observation was, they're really not that good. We can beat them. Mm-hmm. Well, they are that good. They're the number one team. We're playing the number one team in the nation. We were playing South Carolina at the time. Mm-hmm. And all he could say was, they're not that good. They're beatable. Well, that's not facing, the, that's mm-hmm. not facing what is good about them, why they are the number one team in the nation. We, you, instead of ignoring and hoping that you can beat them, you should, <clears throat> you should be able to recognize their strengths and hopefully game plan for that so the thing about this game coming up between the Niners and Seahawks is Brock Purdy's first playoff game versus Geno Smith a guy who's been in the league a long time so it's going to be interesting to see how Brock Purdy will do in his first playoff game he's been lights out you know this season after you know the Jimmy Garoppolo injury he's potentially the offensive rookie of the year some may say it's Garrett Wilson some may say it's Kenneth Walker but 
Brock Purdy definitely makes a case. So it'll be interesting to see how well he does in his first playoff game. I mean, I mean it has to be. Uh, speed of offense rookie of the year, it has to be Garrett Wilson. There's no way you can get offense rookie of the year with five games played. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it, I would agree it's Garrett Wilson, but, you know, some people, you know, Brock Purdy definitely makes a case. I will definitely, definitely. definitely have to In the five say games that. that he's played, he's been very impressive. Yes, he has. But the key for the Niners is they get Debo Samuel back. He uh, he was cleared to play against the Cardinals, and they get Elijah Mitchell uh, back as well. So those are two star-powered guys right there for their offense. They already have McCaffrey. They already have Kittle. They have a great offensive line. I mean, the sky's the limit for the Niners, I guess, for this for this game and you know this postseason. So oh, I mean, I I am I, I would really like to see the Seahawks win just because I'm a big Geno Smith fan. I oh, think I know he's very you are. Impressive. So I love him. I'm going on record here. I'm saying that the Niners will win this game, but the Seahawks will cover their 10 point spread. I like that. All right, fair. We're moving on to the Chargers and the Jaguars game. A game that uh, is going to be crazy, actually, in my opinion. We get to see Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Herbert. Uh, the second time they've matched up, obviously, they played in week three earlier this season when the Chargers ended up losing the Jaguars 38-10. to Personally, for me, I don't know how much you can really, you know, weigh that into this game, obviously, because it's playoffs. But I think the headline and the storyline of this game is, is Mike Williams' he uh, health as well as Joey Bosa. Now, what I mean by this is Joey Bosa and Mike Williams played against the Broncos this past weekend, and they both got hurt, and Mike Williams was basically stretchered off but it's a, it was his back and Staley says he's potentially most likely going to play and then Bosa also got hurt as well so what do you make of this Chargers Jaguars game I'll give you my thoughts you go uh I mean I the the Chargers have been so spotty this whole year uh, to see them have two guys that are inf uh, instrumental in their success uh go down and be questionable to come back facing a Jaguars team that is incredibly hot like they're coming off a huge win uh I think the Jags pull this one off a ton of momentum for the Jaguars and mm -hmm. really impressing about the Jaguars last week against the Titans was their defense now that was a really close game throughout now for this game though coming up against the Chargers a home game I would really like to see Trevor Lawrence play a little bit better I know he was going up against a, you know a tough task last week against uh, Mike Rabel's Titans they're a very you know very well coached team but for me I just want to see Trevor Lawrence you know take that next step this is his first playoff game obviously so it'll just be interesting to see how well he does against Herbert I expect it to be a great game but I'm going to take the Jaguars in this situation as well this point spread has fluctuated this entire week it's moved from one to one and a half to two and now it's officially at two and a half and I'm sure it's going to move again before game time so give me the Jaguars in this spot I would say Jaguars money line I'm not even going to touch the plus two and a half I'm going to take the Jags in this spot I'm I, I'm with you on that one as well Joe I, like I said, I think this would be a great game. It's just really going to depend on how well Mike Williams you know, can get ready for the game as well as Joey Bosa. If those two guys are healthy and they're ready to go, then I think the Chargers could you know, make a statement there. But yeah. my last point about this game here is, is I think if the Chargers lose this game, I think Brandon Staley may be on the hot seat. And the reason why I say that is is because Brandon Staley isn't the best uh, game-managing coach with clock management. He's very you know, aggressive at times, and I just think that the Chargers could be looking somewhere else, maybe a uh, name of Sean Payton if they were, you know, wanting to draft, you know, take a first round pick for him, but it remains to be seen. So moving on to the uh, Dolphins Bills, we were hoping Tua was going to play. We were hoping Tua was going to play, but that's obviously not the case. Bridgewater's not going to play. So now you go with the rookie, Skylar Thompson. I mean, Skylar Thompson's mm -hmm. a seventh rounder. I don't know how much you're going to, you know, you're going to get out of him on Sunday. I, I expect, you know, Heavy run game for the Dolphins. It makes a lot of sense. Even though Mostert is going to be out, obviously, with a broken thumb. So, 
you know, what, what can the Dolphins even bring to the table? The Bills are favored by 13 points. I think, first of all, I think the Bills covered the spread. I think the final score, my final score prediction is 48-3. 48-3? Yep. I think... I think the Dolphins have a little too much talent in offense. They, they may, Skylar Thompson may throw a bomb to Tyreek Hill. They may get one or two. Go 48-7 then. If you think the Dolphins will get, or you think the Bills will put up 48 points? Yes, it's going to be a blowout. It's, it's literally going to be a slaughtering. It shouldn't even be allowed on TV. It's going to be an R-rated film. So it's a 13-point spread. I think the Bills will cover their half of the spread as well. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Bills. It's playoff game. So I'm going to go Bills 28, Dolphins 7. That's fair. So, I mean, you know, playoff games, t- defenses tighten up, obviously. In every sport, you know, teams get, you know... But Dolphins teams don't even think they even have it. They don't even think they have a chance of winning. They're not, they don't even care about the game, dude. They know they're going to lose. And if they win, they're going to lose the next the week. They, they're screwed. They're literally screwed. No two... Skylar Thompson, no, no dude, two, who is that guy? Seventh round I used to date a girl State. named Skylar Thompson <laughs> in middle school. Yeah. I don't know who uh, that anyways, is. Anyways, so uh, I think, you know, the Bills will definitely cover their half of the spread. So... I mean, I don't know how much more you can really talk about that game. So anyways, moving on to the Giants and Vikings. Now, I need to come on here and say I made a you know, mistake last week. I said the Vikings... Joe, you're looking at the screen. It looks like you're looking over the camera. Oh, I'm either, sorry. Either I'm look sorry. at me or like look, at the, or look in the lens. I'm sorry. So the Vikings ended up winning that game last week against... Or excuse me, on Christmas Eve against the Giants. It was a 61-yard field goal by the Vikings kicker Greg Joseph. I said the Vikings lost. That's my apology. So I messed up on that. But anyways... The Vikings and the Giants played on Christmas Eve. It was a great game. It came down to a field goal. Spreads three points. This bomb, bomb yeah, field 61-yard field goal. It, this game here. There was uh, a, some electricity in the air when I was, uh, when I was watching that game. There was a ton of I was in a bar. Yeah. Well, it, was my, it was my birthday. Yeah. Christmas Eve, right? Okay. Yeah. And uh, there was probably 15 Vikings fans, 15 Giants fans in this bar. Wow. And it was just, I was watching the Bengals game, so I wasn't yeah. even watching the game. But every five minutes, it was half the bar would erupt. Oh my god! Like goodness. they were just going back and forth the entire game. It was a, fa- it was electric experience. So I and have, then the final field goal was just nuts. Was insane itself. Well, I have some friends that are Giants fans. I have some family up north that are Giants fans. But I really like the Vikings in this spot just because I think that they are a better team overall. I think they have the better roster. I think Kirk Cousins will show up in this game. And the the what it's going to come down to is Daniel Jones versus Kirk Cousins. Who do you trust more in this? Spot? I personally trust Kirk Cousins more. And Daniel Jones has played well, you know, the second half of this season, and he doesn't have a lot of help. And I've, you know, talked to a lot of people about Daniel Jones and where he's going to go for the future, if the Giants are going to be willing to pay him. Some people say he should be franchise tagged. Should they give him a contract extension? Who's going to want Daniel Jones as a Giant? Some team, some team would take him on. Yeah, like definitely. The Red, to go to the Redskins or something some, or the Falcons. Some team will take him on. But what it's about is this Sunday. The Giants are coached very well by Brian Dable and defensive mm-hmm. coordinator Wink Martindale. So it's, you know, no surprise. It'll His first be name's a- Wink? Don Martindale, he goes by Wink. He, he, yeah, that's his nickname. He was the Ravens defensive coordinator last year. Mm. But the Giants are coached by a potential head coach of the year, Brian Dable. I'm going on air. Brian Dable's going to win coach of the year. Coach I, think, I, 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 think that's, I think that's fair to say. And Kevin O'Connell in, in Minnesota would you know, make a case for himself. They're, they finished 13 and 4. You don't think so? You don't think. Um, uh, Ford, uh, 49ers. Shanahan. Guy. Shanahan. No. Dude, Shanahan has to take it. No. He's the number one or whatever they are in the, the NFC. Two the two seed in the NFC. No. NFC. Two seed in the NFC with three different quarterbacks. Look at, the, look, look at the Giants roster compared to the, to the Niners roster. Yeah, Com- I, like, of course, pl- player of wise, quarterback of wise. 
I mean, it, I don't even know how you can really. I mean, I some people will make a case for Shanahan, but see with three different quarterbacks, who who does that? The Giants were projected to win four games this year, if that, maybe even three. And look what they've done. They've, they've been, been very impressive. They've been impressive. I don't know if what they've done is better than what the 49ers have done. Look at the Niners roster they compared very to the roster. Giants roster. Course, that's what I'm three saying. different quarterbacks. That's a tough situation for anyone. Okay, so. But Jimmy G, right? He got yeah. hurt. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance got hurt, and now you're down yep. to Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy also to win five straight games with Brock Purdy. Absolutely, but Brock Purdy doesn't also he also doesn't have to do a lot with that says with with the weapons he has compared to what Daniel Jones has. If I told you the Giants receivers, right, listen, you don't right have now, to tell me. You wouldn't even know the Giants. Uh, the Giants receivers: Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, I've, Richie we've, James. We've talked about this on the podcast. And Ken, I couldn't Kenny, name a single and Kenny fucking Galladay. one. I just I named name four a, for you right there. I know I couldn't name a single one. I've told you this. So I'm just saying. I just think Dan- we'll bet a penny on it. Oh, okay, fine. We're betting a penny that a Brian Dable is head coach of the year. He's and taking I Kyle, say Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. All right, fair. All right, so anyways. I have a but, penny with your name on it if, if uh, Dable wins. Like I said, I think this game's going to come down to Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones. Give me Kirk yep. Cousins in this spot, and that's where I'm going. I'm taking the Vikings to win this game. Giants fans are going to be heartbroken, but I don't think there's anything the Giants fans can hang their head about, especially getting to the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. <laughs> LPG. So... Um, What's up, you playoff-looking Giants fans? <laughs> out there, so, but no, give me the Vikings this, in this, this spot. This podcast is officially an LPG fan club. Give me, oh, I love LPG. Don't get me started about him. Give me the Vikings in this spot, and then the Giants will be going home. But yeah. there's nothing to hang their heads about. If, if they lose this game, there's nothing to hang their heads about. They're not even supposed to be here. Uh-huh. So that's how I'm feeling about that game. It, it, like I said, it's, it's the toss-up, but give me the Vikings in this yeah, spot. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings have to take that. So... We keep agreeing. We got to disagree. I don't know, someone. but you you could take the Giants if you want. I'm not. Taking I mean, the you Giants. can take the dude, underdogs. The, the, Dalvin Cook, dude. You can take the underdogs Dalvin if Cook you want. Kirk Cousins. The Giants are coached very well, I mean, and everyone's saying the Vikings are frauds. Even you're both. Gonna, you're gonna hit the, we've both said we're we, gonna see. We've both said that the the Vikings are frauds. So yeah, you can you're take, see Jay Jettas be gritty and probably see, three and, times, and you'll see Saquon Barkley throw up the peace sign. Maybe you know. Yeah. So, anyways, all right. So, Bengals Ravens preview. We got to talk about it. Maybe there's not much to talk about, but there still is. There's not. No, we just there saw definitely what, is. We just saw what's going to happen last week. We're going to do it again. You, it, it's, it's definitely something to talk about. It's something to talk about. How would you feel if the Ravens came in there to Cincinnati and they won that game this Sunday? How would you feel? What would you even do with yourself? I would be ruined. <laughs> I'd be absolutely ruined. You would lose. Imagine that by a third-string QB. What's the spread? Nine and a half now. It yeah. was seven. What? The beginning of the week, it moved to eight and a half, uh, eight, eight and a half. And now it's nine and a half because of no Lamar. I mean, the Bengals have to cover that if we don't. I mean, we 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 did stall in the second half you last did. week. I don't think we'll do that again. That's I think we'll be more consistent. I think we'll like we were we were ugly in the second half. That's what worries me about the Bengals is their second half. Their second half adjustments drive me crazy. Especially like, this is why I said I'm double down on my point. The Patriots game, you guys dominated us in the first half. The oh my second god, half, you guys it looked was, like a total different team. Yeah, that was horrible. That's I was just saying. thinking about that. That was that was like, awful. I, I don't know if they let their foot off the gas. They know we're so talented. We're in the, we've been in this position before. We got Burrow, Chase. We're not going to lose this game. But you can't do that this Sunday against a team like the Ravens. They're fired up coming in the game. Oh yeah, they're going to be fired up regardless if they have Anthony Brown or. John Brown or Richard Johns, whoever they have at QB, they're going to be fired up. I, the Ravens. I see all the points you're making. I still don't see a world in which Joe Burrow loses a playoff game to whoever the hell their, Brown, co- Jr., whoever their quarterback is. Quarterback again. Joe Burrow doesn't lose that playoff game. Right. I mean, we, he does. What's your score prediction? 28-17. Wow, you're getting 17 points. All right, so I'm going to say that the Bengals win this game. Was that the exact score of the last game? 27-16. Was last game? Yeah. So. 
I'm going to come on here and say that the Bengals win this game. The Ravens keep it close in the first half. Bengals pull away in the second half. I like. I will. I will take that. If we can, if we can turn it on in the second half and keep it going, then we're good. I also want to see Roquan Smith and Jamar Chase just line up against each other once. I don't know if you saw the clip this week or from last Sunday when he nudged him in the end zone and then oh, yeah. reporters asked Jamar Chase Jamar about Chase, that. We got something for that. And we got something for that. That's I want to be see sick. that. I can't you know wait. you want to see it, dude. I I I know this, we were on to this week, but last week the freaking coin toss by Joe Mixon was just Bengals fan like fanfare. Like it was fucking. And awesome. you saw what Ocho Cinco said the day before. Of course, yeah. that's why it was yeah, so that's awesome. What, like, that's dude, what made it that awesome. was amazing that Joe Mixon actually did that. Did he ever get fined for using a prop? No, I don't think so. No, wow. no. I mean, I don't think the NFL was gonna after that week that just we had. Oh my before god, that. they were even the announcers just changing the rules for the Bengals. Fucking bullshit. I don't. I, they, I, even the announcers knew how bullshit it was. So, anyways, all right, so. You got the Bengals in this spot, you know, that's fair That's fair to say. But I think the Ravens will keep it close first half. Bengals pull away, they win this game. And, you know, what happens next weekend if the Bengals win this game and the Bills win their game? It's Buffalo-Cincinnati uh, in Buffalo. See, that's some <laughs> bullshit. We should be playing in Cincy, in dude. In Buffalo. We should be playing in Cincy. In and Buffalo. Freaking, we were winning 7-3. We should have, in, we should have in, home field advantage. In dude. Buffalo. That's Joe Burrow versus bullshit, Josh dude. Allen. Oh, God. So, oh, All God. right, we'll if talk that about happens. that next week. All right, if that happens maybe the you know what i changed back my <laughs> dolphins bills prediction the dolphins are winning the, the dolphins bills game okay so cowboys buccaneers preview we got plenty of people that we know that are cowboys fans and I mean, everyone we know that we, fan, we, we got plenty of friends that are bucks fans we actually yeah. went to the bucks Bengals game a couple weeks ago so yeah. storyline of this game is going to be about Dak prescott that's what it's going to come down to and for the bucks it's going to come down to their health of their offensive line is ryan jensen going to play can the bucks you know give brady time to throw the ball can Brady get it out fast enough? It's gonna, it's just gonna be interesting to see how well the Cowboy or the Buccaneers can defend Micah Parsons. Can they throw double teams on him? What can they do to prevent the Cowboys' pass rush getting to Brady? Because we know Brady's, uh, Brady's, a, you know, a great quarterback. We know yeah. he's the goat. But he's the, actually. But did you know he's six and zero against the Cowboys in his career? Did, yeah. Did you see that clip? Undefeated he goes, he against goes, the Cowboys. I didn't even know it was that that they even said that. But, <laughs> uh, but anyways, no. So it's gonna come down to Dak. How well Dak can play? Because obviously last week he was. Terrible. We all know that. And everyone's calling for Dak's head right now. But Dak could make a statement game. The thing about the Cowboys is, is that game really, I mean, okay, it was... I hate to say, I've picked it, the favorite in every game. It was important. I, it, the, game, the game was important. This is the, such a freaking square one to, that game, to that, call the underdog. That game was important. I get it, right? Yeah. But they knew they were in the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, you're playing for the one seed, but realistically, the Eagles were going to beat the Giants, which Jalen Hurts played. And that was a good game, you know, all the way throughout. But... Dak is, has 15 interceptions this season in only 12 games. That's the one thing that concerns me about Dak. And then some people are throwing the kitchen sink at uh, Kellen Moore, his play calling and stuff, and then Dak's trying to be the hero. But I think Dak will show up this Monday night. I don't think he'll you know, turn the ball over like he has this season. I think he knows that he's, he's, he's got to come to play. So, oh, yeah. but give me the Bucks in this spot. The Bu- the Cowboys are actually favored in this game, so the Buccaneers are technically the underdog, and I'm not well, betting. I'm the not, Buccaneers are definitely the underdog. Yeah. they're a nine and eight team versus the, the who, twelve and four. Two seed. Or, sorry, uh, thirteen and four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're they're what are they? They're three seed. The the Cowboys. Uh, sorry. Yeah, the Cowboys are twelve and five, and yeah. the uh, Buccaneers are eight and nine. Yeah. No. So, the the Bucks. Or, I mean, I would be shocked if they won, but it's Tom Brady's done crazier things, so we'll see. So we'll see. It's going to be an interesting game, and I had a friend, a conversation with my friend about this. Will the Cowboys fire Mike McCarthy if they lose this game? And even if they do, 
he said that they're not going to take, they're not going to go after Sean Payton, which I guess makes sense in a way. But I don't see Mike McCarthy getting fired after this game. He's had two great seasons. I just don't like no. record-wise. I just don't see them firing him. Jerry likes him a lot. They need to fire his game management. Dak clock, clock management isn't the best, but the yeah. players like he he players like him. So yeah. I mean, I think it's twelve be, and five. That's a very respectable season. I yeah. don't see why the, you get fired for that. The Buccaneers are are could easily lose this game. I mean, the, the way they will the, they will probably lose this game. They're the, the underdogs. The way they've played throughout this season, up and down, up and down. We really haven't found the, the ups Bucks haven't, haven't been very high no, either. The Bucks they've, have not found their identity yet. So, no. but give me the Bucks in this spot. You're taken. I'm taking the Cowboys. I, I'm taking I mean, the Bucks. I, it's it's too it's too easy. I told you Everyone I'm doubling down. I said last week I'm taking the Bucks and I'm taking I'm still taking them here. All right. So home playoff game. Tom Brady, he's gonna be fired up, man. All right. So that's it for uh, for the NFL for uh, for that. But we need to talk about the Texans losing the number one pick because of Lovey Smith. Oh, that's the insane. Texans lost the number one pick because of Lovey Smith, all because you wanted to go for it on a two-point conversion. Kneel the ball out. You have the number one pick right at your fingertips, right here, right here. You can just lick them. There's peanut butter on your fingers. Just lick them. You is got that the a, number one pick. Is that allowed, though? Can you, can you throw a game? Well, you can tie it. You can kick the field goal. You can kneel the ball out. You don't want your guys to get hurt. What are they going to say? It's, you I have mean, the number what, one who pick. Who's throwing the games for I mean, tanking not, for Tua? That I mean, was a big problem. Right, if but, you tank, that's tanking, dude. You, but losing not, a game but, on purpose but, is tanking. But who said they were tanking, though? If they kneel, they're tanking. They're down 31 to 30. Losing a game on purpose why, is tanking. Right, why would you go for two, though? Just kick the field goal, at least. Oh, yeah, it's dumb. All right, just kick the field goal. It's or, dumb. Or, or run the two-point conversion and then throw the ball out of bounds. Oh, I don't want to get hurt. But, but why blow the number one pick? Now you're in a predicament here. The Bears have the number one pick. We're going to talk about the Bears here in a little bit. The uh, Bears have the number one pick. You have the two slot. Cardinals have the three, and the Colts have the four. Those are your four right there. So now the Texans, they're sitting there biting. They're licking their chops. Are we going to be able to take Bryce Young? Probably not because the Colts are looking like they're going to tra- trade into, into the one spot for, again, for the Bears, basically, and the Bears will slide down. So now you're looking, all right, Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. We wanted Bryce Young. We're probably not going to get him. So and the, the way the Texans are going, they're not going up. They're going down. Now, I don't yeah. know why I saw the rumors of the, the Texans want Sean Payton. That's not happening. Sean Payton's no, not Sean going, Payton Sean not Payton's not going there the to, to, to mold a rookie QB with an also-ran roster. The Texans are going down. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a ship organization yeah, and franchise. They we've, are. All, we've all known it. it for, for, for a while now. Yeah, they're horrible. And, and even after they lost to Sean Watson, I think everybody knew that once he left, they were just going to go... Oh, yeah, they were awful. They they're, fired they're Lovey. ridiculous. They were fired Lovey after one season. I don't know why they hired him in the first place, but that's a whole, that's He's a whole fired? other conversation. Yeah, Lovey got fired on Monday. Good. He sucks. He should have so, never been hired in the first, at all. But anyway, so I get it. You know, you want to win. You're, you know, you want to win every game. But in that type of situation there, you either you kick can't the tank, field dude. goal. You cannot tank, You dude. kick the it's field goal illegal. or you take the two-point conversion and you throw the ball out of bounds. You can't tank, dude. So... I talked about this on, uh, on my TikTok earlier today. I heard the Bears are potentially interested in maybe trading Justin Fields to draft Bryce Young. What are your thoughts? I'll give you mine. The Bears? Yeah. No way. No. Why do you, why do you say no way? Uh, they still think Justin Fields is the answer. There's right. no way they would. Like, they're, they'd be better off if they think Justin Fields is the answer, which it seems right. like they do. They, they play him every game. Like, there's no question of whether he's starting or not. But you have a chance at Bryce Young. Of course, but they also have a chance at, at 
getting a huge trade package to give to give Bryce Young to whoever wants him, which is probably the Colts as we see right now. Right, but they but this is this is my thing too, right? I feel like the Colts haven't drafted a quarterback worth of shit since Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. No, they haven't. Wow, Andrew Luck. So, and that's why the Colts the Colts are extremely desperate. I think it makes the most sense to for the Bears to slide to the four. The Colts. To Where's slide Matt to the Ryan one. going? He's gonna retire. You think? Yes. Yes, wow. I think he's going to retire. Well, who, what team's going to take Matt Ryan at this point of his career? Nobody. The Redskins? The Texans? Nobody. No. Nobody the wants Texans. that. No, the problem is, is nobody wants that contract. Yeah. That's the issue with here. So my thing about Bryce Young, Justin Fields, right? Okay, so Justin Fields, I mean, you can compare Bryce Young and Justin Fields in college, right? They're comparison, right? You can't compare Bryce Young because he hasn't been in the NFL yet. Justin Fields is a proven player in this in, in this league. He's had two seasons. I don't think you can just go, you know, get rid of him right now. He it's only been two years. They have a also ran roster. It's not very good. Their O line for the for run block, their their run game's great. Mm-hmm. They can't pass protect, that's obvious. But you know, I was looking at it too. The Bears are gonna have 120 million in cap space this year. So and Jeez. there's not a lot of notable wide receiver free agents. Right. So I mean I think you stick with Justin Fields in this in this situation here. Mm-hmm. You trade, you trade the, the one. You slide down to the four. The Colts will potentially take Young, Levis, or Stroud. That's fine. The only issue here is when you trade out of the when you trade to the four, you may lose out on Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, because Anderson may go two, Carter may go three. That's my only thing here. That's my only concern. I'm worried about because <clears throat> realistically, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson could go one. No, no doubt. Obviously, this is a very quarterback-heavy draft. But you sit here and you go. Well, they could easily go two or three because, like I said, the Bears have the one right now, Texans two, Cardinals three, and the Colts four. So, but back to my Justin Fields, Bryce Young point. Bryce Young is what? I just figured it out. What? I just solved all the, all the what? puzzle pieces what? are just what? going into what? line. What? What? The what? Texans trade the second pick okay. to the Colts. To the... No, because the Colts are the four right now. No, that wouldn't make any sense. Oh, well, yeah, the Texans trade the, the second pick okay. to the Bears okay. with Brandon Cooks. No. They get a receiver. <laughs> no. They, get, a, they, get, a, they no. get an all-star receiver. No, yep. stop. Yep. No, and then stop. they get to move stop. up. They take Bryce Young. Brandon Cooks doesn't want to be there. They have to no. get rid of him anyway. No. No? no. Why, Not happening. Why would Brandon Cooks want to go to the Bears? They're rebuilding. He wants to go to a contender. He's on the end of his career. No, he likes Bryce Young. Or he likes... Uh, Justin Fields? Justin Fields, No, yeah. no. Okay, so back to what I'm... That's what's happening. No, I've seen it. I've seen the magic. I've seen no, the, no, no, the magic no, no, eight ball. No, no, no. That's no, what's no, no, happening. No. Back to my point about Bryce Young and Justin Fields. You can compare them at the college level. You can't compare Bryce Young because he's not in the NFL yet. Justin Fields has had two seasons. Is he the best pocket passer? No, but he doesn't have a lot of time to throw. He doesn't really have any weapons. So fine. All right. Let's just say you do. But what if he had Brandon Cooks? No, stop. Let's just say you do the Justin Fields trade, right? You send Justin Fields away. You slide in Bryce Young. Okay, fine. Bryce Young is going to get eaten alive. They don't have a very good offensive line. You're not going to blow all your cap space on a rookie QB. He doesn't have very many weapons. So now you're here with Bryce Young and you shipped off Justin Fields. And Bryce Young's really undersized. Justin Fields... Bryce Young. Bryce Young has a better IQ. He's a better pocket passer. Fields is a better runner. Fields is a more prototypical QB. 6'3", 220. Fields, or Young is 6 feet, 194. So you sit there and you go, I'm going to stick with Justin Fields. They're sticking with Justin Fields. I'm we know that. We Fields. all know that. They're well, not no, but, no this, is my, this is my last point. Right. Justin Fields, the GM, Ryan Poles, came out today or a couple days ago, and he said, nothing's off the table. I would have to be extremely blown away by a QB in the draft. So right. that's that's where we'll, that's where we'll leave it out with Bryce Young and CJ uh, and um, Justin Fields. It's going to ramp up even more as as the playoffs 
uh, finish, mm -hmm. and the a draft a pro day comes out, draft combine. It'll and be, then when they trade be, Brandon be, Cooks. No, no, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. That's what's going to happen. So it'll be very interesting. So It's written in the stars. Jeff. Now to the Sean Payton rumors. Sean Payton is technically still under contract with the Saints. So if a team were to acquire Sean Payton, they would have to trade for him. And the, and the excuse me, the Saints want a haul. I think the Broncos makes the most sense in this situation. I but don't. They don't have. A, they don't have a who? first round draft. Yeah, they until do. Two thousand three hundred. No, they don't. They have a late twenty twenty three pick. I already looked it up. So they have a late first round pick this year. What do you mean a late first round pick? Oh, Broncos, this year. Yeah, yeah, the Broncos have okay. a late first round pick this year. So anyways, mm. right? Because they traded with the Seahawks, but they mm. got a later one. Anyways, my point is is. Okay, fine. You want to give that first, but you want to give that draft pick up for Sean Payton. Sure. Now you're sitting there with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. The only problem with Sean Payton is, is he wants to bring his own coaching staff with him. He potentially wants to bring Vic Fangio. You know who Vic Fangio is. He was the Broncos. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the uh, Bears uh, head coach, Broncos defensive coordinator before. So. Okay. The only situation the Broncos when, D is okay though, aren't they? Yeah, the Broncos D, but the but the problem is is Vic Fangio was fired by the Broncos. So that's mm. the only thing where it may not work out. And then you move on to the Cardinals, right? Why the hell would Sean Payton want to go to the Cardinals? Kyler Murray is going to be hurt most of all next year. They're going in the wrong direction. They want to trade DeAndre Hopkins. You just lost JJ Watt. The roster is not the best. So why would he why in his right mind would he go to the Cardinals? So that's my that's my point here is I'm not going to the, the Broncos make sense, but mm -hmm. How is it? How is it going to work out? That that's how. That's the only thing too. And the, uh, if the if the if Sean Payton doesn't go to the Broncos, I think he sits out another year. I think he's just waiting for the right oh, opportunity. Oh yeah, he, he that's doesn't need to go. He doesn't need to come back. No, he. Do, I think he's you know right place, right opportunity mm -hmm. for him. So you got the teams that are interested. You got the Texans, the Cardinals. Well, how long is he under contract with the Saints? I think it's. Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know exactly. Maybe it's a year more. Two years. So he more. can just sit out again and. Yeah. And just not have to worry about a trade. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but we've seen this situation before with coaches being traded for draft picks. Belichick was traded from the uh, Jets yeah. to the Patriots. Gruden uh, from the uh, Bucks to the Raiders, or mm -hmm. yeah, the Raiders to the yeah Bucks to the Raiders. So mm -hmm. it's it's not new. So mm -hmm. I mean, it's 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 happened in the past. But it'll just be interesting to see how it all. I think play, Gruden plays should come back. That. Yeah, because the NFL would really like that. So like I said, I don't see why he would go to the Cardinals and the Texans is just to no. know. So Broncos for me makes the most sense, but yesterday was the. Eight, I think, you, I think yes, you are not alone in that sentiment. Yesterday, but you know what? I have a wild card team though that I really think Sean Payton should go to, and I told you this: the Chargers. I think the Chargers would make the most sense for Sean Payton because they've got a proven roster, they got a great quarterback. It would just be amazing to see how well Sean Payton could do with Justin Herbert. Oh my gosh, that would oh, be. That yeah. is, I think that's even a better landing spot than, that would be, than the Broncos because the, the, the Chargers are at least that, good. That would be amazing. And that, mm -hmm. I think it would just be special to see Sean Payton with Justin Herbert. Oh my gosh, with that roster they already have. The only problem with the Chargers is, is I don't think they're willing to give up a haul for Sean Payton. That's the mm -hmm. only thing there. They're not going to give up a first. Dude, they need a receiver. And they're not going to. The Chargers? Yeah, the receivers are too slow. They can't get Keenan any. Keenan Allen and Mike any, Williams? They're too slow. They can't get any deep, deep open balls. Mike Williams? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? You didn't see his one-handed catch. He's slow. Oh, he's not. Yes, he is. He is not. He's slow as shit. No, he's not. He can't fucking get open deep. Mike I mean, Williams. He, he catches some really great balls, dude. But he doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough speed to spread you know, the, the spread the deep if, safeties. If the Chargers were to let him go, you know how many teams would be at his knock, knocking on his door to sign him? I'm not saying he's a bad receiver. I'm saying he's a slow receiver. Who's better, Mike Williams or T. Higgins? T. Higgins. Joey, I never said he was bad, dude. You're fucking losing I'm your mind. I'm I just Mike said he's slow. I'm Mike Williams. All right, all right. I mean, still, Keenan Allen's older, though, too. And he's slow as shit. He's still a good receiver. 
I'm not saying they're bad, Joe. I agree. They are very, very good receivers. Yeah. They don't have a speedster to open to get that safety dropping they, is they way have, down there. They have Joshua Palmer. He's their third receiver. He sucks. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see on Saturday if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen can get open against, okay. the, against the Jaguars. So, anyways, moving on to the NBA. Who's your MVP in the NBA? LeBron. No. No, no. It's no. Luca, dude. It's Luca. No, it's not. It's not Luca. No, it's not. Who is it? It's Jason Tatum. Really? Yeah. I told you this. I'm doubling down on this. Jason Tatum's my MVP. Okay. And the reason why I'll bet is you a penny on that. Am I bet a penny? Okay. Yeah. I'm betting a penny that Jason Tatum wins MVP. Yeah. Now I, mean, I know Nikola Jokic would make, you know, he's making a case. Obviously, he had the first so triple good, double dude. that he had the first perfect triple double in God knows not even how long, but the other night. For perfect triple double Monday night. Yeah. He's but the fact that if, for him to win three MVPs in a row. I don't think it's weird. Larry Bird. It's Larry weird. Bird. You know the only player other player to do that was Larry Bird. <laughs> really? Three MVP. It's weird because like the, I don't know. The Nuggets are just such a small franchise. They're the first team in the West right now too. It, one of these years the Nuggets has they have to crack through. I That's mean, what it, I'm saying. It, it's got to happen. I mean, they went in the Western Conference two years ago in the bubble. They made it. Jamal Murray was hurt last year, so you really couldn't. I mean, they were still competitive in the in the West, but I mean, one of these years they have to crack through. And then the conversations open up with Jokic Z, you know. I mean, he's already, already, I guess, already one of the best big men of all big men of all time. So, yeah. But for me, Jason Tatum is my MVP. He's. Uh, I think. I think in this situation so far, whoever comes out on top in their conference is uh, is the MVP. Really? If, the, if reason, the Nuggets finishes the one seed, Jokic is the one is wow. is, the, is the MVP. Now, if now both now if both, both are the them, one seed, yeah, they're both. I think they're. Tough. That's what I'm saying. I think, Joke, I, I think it comes have, down to who has a better record. It's, you know, if it's, they continue at the pace that they're playing right now, I think whoever has the better record wins the MVP. Let's say they finish both of the one seed, right? They're going to come. What it's going to come down to is their in-season matchups against each other. When the Celtics mm-hmm. played the Nuggets, when the Nuggets played the Celtics, that's what it will come down to. Mm-hmm. But um, rebuttaling your point about Luca, I'm going to say the reason why Luca won't be MVP is because I don't think their record. Will be as obviously it's not going to be as good as Boston and, and Denver. Luca's a special uh, yeah. player. I know he but had the 16 we've seen, and 20 we've and 10 seen, game. We've seen bad. We've seen bad teams win MVPs. Russell Westbrook was the six seed was or the, the seven he, seed he when he won one. the MVP. He was the one. But I, I just I really think the media wants. I mean, it, it's it's a three way tie. I guess you could say Luca, Jokic, and Tatum. Those are your three right. We'd be there. a very special story if Jokic won three in a row. Three in a row. And MVPs generally go to the best story. It's not always the best player. It's the best story. Like right, when Russell Westbrook LeBron was breaking all the MVP, yeah. breaking all the triple double records. LeBron killed an prob- MVP every year. Yeah, exactly. It's the best story. They want to, or when Steph Curry was breaking all the three point records, he he was winning all the MVPs. Yeah. Now he still does that today, but they don't give him the MVP. Although the team hasn't been as good. Well, no. they won the they won the freaking finals last year, but they're yeah. not that good this year. Well, no, they've been so. battled by injuries, and they're definitely getting older, and it makes sense. Yep. And their bench isn't as good as last year, and mm-hmm. they they lost. Pieces oh, they lost. They lost the the deep the deep boy GP two. They lost that's their problem. Deep boy. Yeah. yeah. They lost. That's well, my they guy. Lost him. They GP two. That's my guy. They they lost uh, Gary Payton. They that's lost GP two. Yeah, they lost yeah. Otto. They lost Otto Porter. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was a big part of that championship run last year. Uh-huh. He, he didn't show up on the stat sheet much, but he's still a solid role player off the match. Anyway, so yeah, that MVP race is going to be interesting, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to go with Tatum, and the, my last point about it is because he is the uh, averaging the most points per game by a Celtic ever, and that's a pretty that's a big story, big story, big conversation with you got yeah. guys. How many uh, points per game is he at right now? Thirty. One thirty-two. Exactly. Wow. I don't know exactly, but I know he's averaging right right around the. I used to do that at the YMCA every week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Tatum's averaging, actually, I'm sorry, he's averaging 30.8. 8, 30 and 8. Wow. So, yeah. Did you see Shaq's haircut the other day? They, they showed the clip. He's, mm -hmm. So, half of his head is bald, the other half is hair. There he is right there. The, he debuted a new hair, but they, she shaved it off. But it was half, half here, no uh, hair here, no hair there. It, dude, I was dying when I saw it. I saw it last night. I was, Shaq's a funny guy. I was crying. So, MVP. All right, so do you think the Lakers should trade their uh, two first-round picks of 2027 and 2029 to get somebody else? To help LeBron out and Westbrook, and then when AD comes back, dude, who the, who's up for grabs? Like, who, I mean, you said, I mean, they could get I mean, really if they wanted to throw the uh, throw a hall, they could get DeRozan, maybe Levine. I'd love to see DeRozan. Bogdan play they could throw, LeBron. they could do the Nun and Beverly for Bogdanovich in Detroit. That'd be the you know great guy to space the floor for them. They really need three point shooting. I mean, the Lakers are playing with heart right now. They're playing with grit. Do they have the best roster in the NBA? No, but they're competing, which is which is nice to see com compared yeah. to where they were in the beginning of the season. And they're playing tonight, actually. They should trade for Luca. But yeah, right. The Lakers that, should trade for yeah, Luca. Yeah, because that'll work out. Mark Cuban doesn't want Luca. No, 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 he doesn't. Let's get rid of him. No, they, you, they should just no. trade for Luca. Just totally. Uh, just a first and a second, they could probably get Luca. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Probably like ten first. But anyway, yeah. so I mean, I really just think it all depends on the health of AD and when he, you know, when he comes back. And AD's, you know, has he ever played a full season? No, but the thing is, is He's never played a full season in his career. No, I don't oh think my so. God, that's I don't. Ugly. I don't think so. Anyway, so it's going to be tough for the Lakers to make a move with AD being hurt. That's that's the real big thing. It sucks because LeBron was fired up last weekend when he said, "You know what the f is supposed to happen," meaning yeah. you need to trade those damn picks. Yeah. I don't think they will. I mean, the pressure's on. Obviously, I mean, they're not far out of contention for the playoffs right now. And like I said, it's a long season. It's a long season for a reason. <laughs> You still can't tell me the reason, Joe. Season for a reason. It rhymes. Yeah. Anyway, so what I'm going on about is, is you trade those two first, right? And then your future's gone. But obviously, you're in win-now mode for LeBron. Dude, but I mean, it's you the Lakers, dude. Can. They can build, they can build yeah, later. That's like, what I'm saying. They, so they've got... Shh. The thing is, is you trade, you trade those two picks. You're hoping on a parental... is coming back supposedly soon in the next few weeks or so, but... Who knows he's not going to get hurt again the next week after. I mean, you don't know. But I think you have to trade those two picks. You, you need to give something else to LeBron, yeah. obviously. So, I mean, the Lakers are playing as a team, you know, unit. I mean, they're hurt right now, which is weird to say because they don't have a very deep roster. But I think you trade those two first pick, two first rounders for LeBron. You see what you can do. Maybe, you know who I'd love to see who? On, back on the Lakers? Lonzo Ball. He's hurt, though. He can't stay healthy. He's another one. Yeah. You can you can trade for a him. Healthy He's just gonna Lonzo. sit on the bench. Yeah, a healthy He's on the Lonzo. Bulls and he just can't stay healthy. Lamelo would be so good for them. Just a three point and passing guy. All right, so this is what Lamello. I'm gonna say. I, I think either Lamello. this is this is what I'm saying here. Either Zach Levine or Demar Derozan get traded at this trade deadline for uh, the Bulls. Yeah, I would take Derozan over Levine. Levine's yeah. younger. That's true. That's DeRozan, what I'm saying. Yeah, he also you're Levine gonna fits the playstyle of today's game. You're gonna, DeRozan's you're, trying to be freaking two, two You're going to You're going to trade either DeRozan or Levine at the deadline. I, I just don't matter. Are the I Bulls, just, like, not performing well? Lonzo Ball? He's out. Hurt. No, are the Bulls performing, oh, not performing well? I think they're a couple games under five. <laughs> they're a couple games under 500, but I think they just blow it up. Honestly, I mean, it, it sucks because they went out and they got Vucevic, they mm -hmm. got DeRozan, they paid Levine, they got Caruso. I, they drafted Patrick Williams a couple or two seasons ago, so it's like, man, he's an FSU guy. But man, yeah. it's just like, damn, it should have worked out. But it's not. But not every not everything works out. Look at the Nets with Harden, KD, and Kyrie. It never worked out. They played thirteen yeah. games together. So. Yeah. George Carl, former Nuggets head coach, compared Jokic's dominance to MJ and Shaq. Do you think that's fair to say? 
It's so different, though. He's so much more technical than, than Shaq. Um, yeah. It's a completely different game. I don't think it's comparable at all. The dominance level, maybe, but like Jokic is doing it in a completely different way. Shaq, I, yeah, of course, he's a very physical guy, but Shaq is the most physical guy of all time. Jokic yeah. is passing. His, his ability to use his size to get open passes is something we've never seen before. Very dominant, but not Shaq level. Dominance for me, when I say, when I think of Shaq in the, this modern era, dominance-wise in the paint, Joel Embiid. Yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, anyone. Jokic is a different player. I would say I would say he's more like a Larry Bird. Yes. It's definitely. He's a he's a he's just he's a pass a, first guy. Yeah. He's a he's just a weapon in all fronts. Shaq wasn't a pass guy. No. He, he was could, just a beast he, down low. Yeah. He's a beast down low. He he's could, a bulldog. He could score. <laughs> yeah. So Shaq, no. The comp the comparison there is uh, asinine. I've been watching Jokic for six seasons now. I think the best thing I can say about him is I still have no idea. Are you idea reading a script or are you just talking? Him. I'm telling you what George Carl said. Oh. I've been watching Jokic for six seasons now. I think the best thing I can say about him is I still have no idea how you can cover him. So that's yeah. what I'm, I mean, okay. no, you can't cover him. He just destroys you on the glass. He beats you off the dribble. Huh. The thing is, like, even if you can defend him. Yeah. Which you, 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 you really, really can't. Can. Yeah. He's just going to pass it to somebody else. You know what actually does pretty well on him when he's on the court? Anthony mm. Davis. Oh, well, yeah, AD's I mean, a great defender. Yeah, he is, even though he's not... Even though but he's, that's even the problem. Even if you shut him down scoring, which never happens, yeah. he's going to pass it to somebody else. He's going to find the open man. Yeah. So last segment of the show is college football. Maybe there's not much to talk about, but there's a few things to hit on. Obviously, Georgia you know, blew the door. Is it? 840. Georgia blew the doors off of TCU. Yeah, that was bad. And it was 65 to The 7. least watched college football championship ever. I mean, isn't, you know that? isn't that crazy to say, though? It kind of sucks. Who gives because... a crap about TCU? Sorry. I wish I wish they would have just put all four SEC teams in, the top SEC teams. That's what uh, Tennessee's head coach Josh Heupel said. He said Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and LSU. He said those should have been the four. Can can, can you make a case? Uh, I mean, no. Yeah, LSU you had can. too many weird losses, dude. You can't put how many they losses? Only had they, had two, two they, lo- they had two, and then they had one to Georgia, the third. So three losses. That was the SEC championship against Georgia. Yeah, but they who else did they lose to? FSU. Yeah, and first game of the season. No. Yeah, LSU played not, out. It was FS- not the first game of the LSU, season. LSU, FSU was the first game of the season. Okay, anyway. And then who was, was their other loss? zero. Okay. Yes. Who was their other loss? LSU's other loss was... Uh, I can't remember. You can't put a three-loss team in the, in the... You can't. Well, no, he was saying that if it was his, if it was his voting, he would have put well, those his, four his in. His voting is wrong. All right, well, anyways... I mean, Georgia. I mean, did you see what they did against TCU? I think no, I think I, think, I didn't. I turned it off after you, uh, the first Georgia, half. Georgia's the new. They're the they're the juggernaut of college football now. Of course. The, I, mean, I mean, Alabama's to, not going anywhere. No, they're not. But Alabama or Georgia is the, is the one. Alabama's the two. Though Georgia's number this one year, program in the country right now. It's, they're what? Georgia's number one program in the country right now. Of course, they just won the national championship back twice. to back. Yeah, back to back, and they have the number one, number two recruiting class for next year. Uh huh. So I mean, they're they're Alabama, the, they're Alabama's, on top. Alabama's going to be right there. Alabama's not going anywhere, though. No, they're no, they're not. But Georgia's Georgia's taken over as number one. So, but that's what I said. What got me was this uh, David Pollock. He's an uh, ESPN guy. He's a former Georgia linebacker, and he said to Saban, he goes, "Georgia's taken over." And Saban like face like just dropped <laughs> when he said that. He was just like, he didn't know what to say. But it's true though. Kirby left Alabama, and he's taken over Georgia's superpower now. Yeah, recency bias is crazy, though. Like, I mean, we've seen them very, very good for two years, but it's still I mean, Nick they, Saban's Alabama, dude. They're they're not they're not gonna go bye bye. No, nobody's saying they are, but yeah. you're, but, you, but Georgia's number one. Of course, they yeah. just won the national championship. That's literally the definition of being number one. You know who's number four for next year's uh, potential AP poll already? Like too early to count to trust FSU. 
Yeah, but that's stupid. It's some some guy predicting yeah, it. FSU's, some random no, guy. FSU's fire. No, man. I, I like it. I'll oh, take I know four. You do. I'll oh, take yeah. four. But that's dumb. It's like I could say they're number four. I could say they're number one. It doesn't fucking mean anything. I know I can't predict the future any better than anyone else out there. Do you think Stetson Bennett's the greatest college quarterback ever? Yes, I think he's going to be drafted over Bryce Young. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, he, but do you think do you think Stetson Bennett makes a case? For the greatest college quarterback ever, yeah. two two national championships. Back to back. I, and dude, I, you know I don't watch college football, so I don't know how to say that. He's, Tim Tebow. His stats, the... his stats aren't that impressive, though. He's really good, but he doesn't have Tim Tebow level stats. No, he did. Joe Tebow. Burrow. Joe Burrow in his national championship year was far and away a better quarterback Tim, than Stetson Bennett. Tim Tebow's Bennett. the best college quarterback of all time. That's yeah. You could, I mean, you could say that he just made the college football hall of fame. <laughs> yeah, of course. There's plenty so, of quarterbacks in the college football. No, hall of fame. I know, but I'm just saying. If you look at Tebow's numbers, compare. I mean, some, but some people are saying Stetson Bennett is is right. Makes that conversation. He makes not. that case. He's not. I agree. He's Top not. ten. Sure. All right. Give it to him. Whatever. No one's ever going to agree. My last point here is that uh, that uh, LSU team in 2019-2020. We should go to Pots and get some ver- food. Versus this Georgia team, who wins? Joe Burrow was a quarterback the LSU team. Who who wins Burrow versus Georgia? Who who wins this? Who who ends in a, a nat, or you know one game set? That Georgia this Georgia team this year or, or Burrow's that, LSU or Burrow's LSU team? Now I'm have to remi- Un, unbiased opinion. I'm a Bengals fan. I'm a Joe Burrow fan. Completely unbiased opinion. LSU wins fifty-five to zero. Fifty-five to zero. I yeah, LSU I will win that game, but they that's win a light. Games. That's a light. Fifty-five. They to could zero. they could probably score more. Now, I'm going to have to remind you, you know what the LSU team had. Burrow, Jamar, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Patrick Queen. I'm well aware. They were loaded. Did Jamar Chase play in the national, though? In the championship, though? No, he didn't play in the national. No, he didn't. No. He Wait. was injured. Did he? I'm going to have to look it up. I, I don't, don't remember. I, I think he was. No. Or I, he took the year off after the national championship. Yeah, he played. Um, yeah. I think he played in the national championship. Pretty sure. Either way, so yeah, Georgia. I think a final prediction. This is a light prediction, unbiased opinion. LSU wins fifty-five. Yes, he played. He was. Yes, he played. Yeah, fifty-five zero. Because he took that uh, that year off after. Yep. Yeah, fifty-five to zero. Yeah, that's just an unbiased opinion. That's just based on the facts that I know. All right, last debate: Joe Burrow versus Josh Allen. Who's better quarterback? Burrow. In what way? Uh, Super Bowl appearances. Super Bowl appearances. (laughs) Yeah. Who wins an MVP first, Josh Allen or Joe Burrow? Regular season. Josh Allen. Joe Burrow will never win. No, Joe Burrow will never win an MVP as a Bengal. No one, no one wow. will ever win an MVP as the Bengal. As a oh Bengal. Oh my goodness. No one gives a shit about the Bengals, Joey. Wow. The Bengals. Everyone hates the Bengals. You could be. You could be Jesus Christ riding on a chariot through the football field and score <laughs> 800 touchdowns. If you're a Bengal, you're not winning the MVP. It's not happening. Oh, I dude. love that one. The the Bengals are never gonna have an MVP, dude. Everyone hates the Bengals. Wow. We're we're such a small franchise. Like no one we we're literally disregarded by the entirety of the NFL for the last 25 years, dude. No one even no most people didn't even know we were a team. I'm going until right. Joe Burrow was drafted there, no one knew who the Bengals were. Mahomes 1A, Josh Allen 1B, Joe Burrow 2. Yeah, probably. That's what I'm believing. I don't know. Well, Bur- it's it's weird. I mean, I don't know. Burrow's outplayed Josh Allen this year. In, in that first quarter. Oh, no, you're saying this season. In the yeah, season. Yeah, yes, yes. Like, Josh Allen had a lot of bad games. Yes, he Burrow has. had a few bad games at the beginning. But after that, he's been lights well, out. We're going to get dude. it next weekend. I've, dude, I don't know what it is about the second half of the season. Joe Burrow, like, literally is lights out. I know. 
Uh, the the saying, only it, pick he's thrown since week one picks he's thrown are tip balls. Yeah, like he doesn't throw the ball away. No, I Josh agree. Allen had some seriously bad weeks. I think Joe Burrow's more consistent. Yeah, and I, I think that so is too. something to be. I think Josh Allen might have a higher ceiling when he's when he's really on. He might be better than Joe Burrow. Joe but Burrow I think has, Joe Burrow consistently is just just far and away better. Joe Burrow has better mechanics. Yep. He's a better pocket passer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Josh has the better arm. Josh is a better scrambler. Yep. Burrow has the IQ. He's more accurate. It, I, it, I, I don't think. I don't think it's, it's not far. It's not. They're not far. It's not. If, if Josh Allen's better than Joe Burrow, it's not a drop off by much. No. It's you very you close. say one A one B is Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. I counter that and say Patrick Mahomes is one. Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are two A and two B. Or you can go Mahomes 1A, Josh Allen 1B, Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow 1C. I, did. I mean, the, the one thing we do have is Joe Burrow is 3-0 and against the Chiefs. He is. Against Patrick Mahomes. Oh, we need to wrap it up. Let's go. As always, it was a pleasure. Thank you guys so Thanks much for, for me, joining Joe. us. Max is uh, getting ready for this Ravens game this Sunday. As always, you know where to find us. Anchor, Spotify, TikTok, and Apple Podcasts. We're growing continuously on a daily basis. We'll see you next time. Thanks, folks.